Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, earlier today, uh, we were talking uh, in our editorial meeting about uh, SkyTrain uh, and world-class cities and having a 24-hour transit system, specifically SkyTrain. Uh, There's a great article in Vancouver is Awesome uh, that Ali Turner wrote uh, talking about uh, some of the challenges that are there for our local system to operate uh, on a 24-7 basis. But it got us thinking that... uh, could we and do we need a 24-7 SkyTrain system, and especially and including Friday and Saturday nights? Uh, joining me to talk a little bit about this is our, produce, or our producer, Stephen Chang and Ryan Hall, both who uh, commute to work uh, on SkyTrain and use it regularly. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, the system. Welcome, Ryan and Stephen. Good jazz. Hello. Hello. So, so let's talk about this. Uh, first of all, Ryan, let me st- start with you. You're, you're on SkyTrain every day coming in? Every single weekday of my life, yes. <laughs> how do you find it overall? Uh, how do I find SkyTrain? It's yeah. great when there's no issues, but uh, when there's track issues, then it's uh, it's not so great then, Jazz. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you know, you get a lot of big crowds. Oh, oh. I'd rather be in a vehicle, to be honest. Uh, but I will say TransLink and uh, the, the SkyTrain in general, uh, it is more efficient. Like, it is faster for me to probably take the train from King George all, all the way to Granville. It's about 40 minutes total-ish. Um, but, uh, again, when it works, it works like a dream. And when it doesn't, it, it does doesn't. not work like a dream. Most of the time, it, it works, right? I mean, there's going to be probably 10 20% of the time it might frustrate too many people, uh, maintenance yeah. issues, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, maintenance. Right? Oh, single tracking just messes, like, everything up. Or if there's one issue along the line somewhere, maybe it's in New West, maybe it's in Vancouver, Burnaby, sir, it just messes everything up, especially when it snows. Like, that was quite the issue when it was snowing and <laughs> they closed down the whole sky bridge. I couldn't even get across the bridge. I couldn't now, get to work. Uh, in my defense, uh, uh, I, I know snowstorms very well because I had to spend eight or nine hours out there one day. So it doesn't help too much on roads either when it comes to snow in this city. But let's talk a little bit about this 24-7 issue. Ryan, uh, sorry, Stephen, uh, for you, do you like the idea? Uh, 24 hours, Jazz, yes. I think it's a good idea because there's a lot of people who go out especially in the weekends who are out late night all into the hours of 3 a.m. or even later than that, uh, that might have a hard time taking a cab going back home or going to where they want to go to enjoy their nightlife. Um, sometimes ride hailing is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets really busy as well. Uh, sometimes designated drivers don't want to be designated. So I think a SkyTrain uh, system that lasts past 1 a.m. or 2 or just a 24-hour system would be much more convenient and it just helps people get around easier, especially when it's late night. So I can see why it would be helpful. Yeah, I mean, look, on on the service of it, I'd be supportive of it as well. But uh, on this article that was written by Ali Turner uh, basically said that the system itself, some of the infrastructure along the line is 40 years old, so it requires daily maintenance, most of which is done at night. And they do need that time and uh, to, to check all the track components and everything else, number one. And even if they just allowed Friday and Saturday night uh, SkyTrain to run, it wouldn't allow them enough time to provide the maintenance work that's required throughout the week. So I understand that. And the other things I think sometimes people forget is, it, well, it's driverless. There are two budgets, right? There's the budget that actually builds the SkyTrain, if you look at the uh, Broadway extension. And th- those are one-time costs, but it takes a while to put that money together for 
from the province and, and Ottawa usually, and the billions of dollars required to put a, a SkyTrain system in or an extension in. Then, of course, there is the operating cost, so a separate budget. And that still costs lots of money. And is it worth doing for two days? Now, I know people always say, and I used to cover this as a reporter, what about the nighttime economy? What about Friday and Saturday nights? My question would be, how many people actually would use SkyTrain or would need to use SkyTrain if they're out and about? Like a 1,000? Maybe 2,000 people, let's say, downtown Vancouver? Probably around there. But maybe would you think that if there was a 24-hour system on the weekends, would it uh, kind of encourage more people to be able to go out during those times? Yeah, to a certain degree. Uh, but I'm I'm just wondering, is it worth it at this time for operating costs to spend all that money uh, for 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people? I, I get spending the money. I know they spend the money. It goes towards taxes as well downtown. And I want people to have fun. But you still have the taxis. You still have ride hailing now, which is a bit more flexible as well. You have more people living downtown so who can walk into some of these areas here as well. Uh, in the perfect world, yeah, I would say let's support it. But if you have an expensive system, and SkyTrain system is not expensive. It's a Cadillac system. It's a great system. I love it. And I would love to say 24-7 all the time. I still think the operating costs and the challenges of running a system with a city of 2.5 million people, which still needs more lines, more uh, more dollars spent on it, I'm not sure 24-7 should be the priority. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. You, <laughs> you sir, are wrong. Like, it's not just people coming into downtown just for the weekend, just to go out and party and whatnot. You know, it's also people that work, you know, downtown or work late nights or yes. work, you know, shift work. I mm-hmm. We both work in radio. I've done 5 a.m. shifts. There's no SkyTrain running at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you either got to drive or get dropped off or figure it out, you know. Uh, and, and, and not only that, but... Vancouver, is it a world-class city, Jazz? Uh, we keep telling We've ourselves that. we had the Olympics. We are a nice mid-tier city. The Women's World Cup. We're going to host another World no. Cup. If it's a world-class city, maybe we should kind of invest a little bit more in sort of the transit system to make it, you know, run well, a little longer. I would actually, I would go as far as to say we should be always building uh, on our SkyTrain system. Like this Broadway line is great, but we should actually be looking at the, obviously the line in Surrey that's going to Langley. We should be looking at a connection at King George going all the way to King George down to South Surrey. There's a significant amount of development in South Surrey, especially. The Langley line, once it's done, we should be looking at it pushing up to 200, at least to the highway there. So there's a park and ride coming in for, uh, from Abbotsford and Chilliwack or consider it just driving it down all the way to, let's say, Abbotsford, to be blunt. Uh, we should also be looking at a, a line uh, on the North Shore. Uh, the North Shore communities are growing in a significant way. Even the Broadway extension, we only have enough money right now to get to Arbutus. Imagine just stopping at Arbutus when you've got the second largest, de- second busiest destination for traffic after downtown. It's UBC. That line has to go straight to UBC. We still have to find more money for that. So I'm just saying we got to build this, and the cost to build it is in the billions, and that's where the priority should be. And when you can find the dollars for the operating cost to do so, then let's talking about, talk about 24-7. We're going to get there. Don't get me wrong. This city is busy. It's getting busier. It's going to get bigger. Another million people moving here by 2050. But I'm not sure today is the day when we have a 24-7 system. That's uh, the MLA in me speaking because I know the cost constraints are significant. I'd love to do it, wave a wand and do it. I just think the cost constraints are really, really tough right now. Maybe we can start with 24 hours on the weekends first and then leave the weekdays alone. Yeah, yeah. Although I like Ryan's idea. That it, it, I mean, he has a very good point. It's what about the folks who just work at 5 a.m. or work till 2 or 3 or 4 in the morning as well? I mean, that's probably more of them than there are even people who are out on Friday and Saturday night. But it does speak to the need 
and we are eventually going to get their questions when we do it. So there you go. Ryan, Stephen, thank you. Thank you. You are welcome, sir. That is Ryan Lee Hall and Stephen Chang, our show producers, and also uh, SkyTrain users as well.